out your pen and paper and get writing because you're listening to the world through words. I'm your host, Julia Summerfield, and this is your one-stop shop for everything writing. From plotting to your first novel to the details and structure of the hero's journey, the world through words is your tool to learn it all. So let's get writing. This week, we're going to be talking about short stories. Most specifically, I think I want to dive into both just like your classic prose short story and then a little bit about short films because I actually write way more short films than I do regular short stories. I don't know what it is about me. I just love, love, love writing short films. I think they're the funnest thing ever in the entire world to write I they just you write them so fast they're so smooth they flow nice they read well short stories I actually struggle with a little bit more but I still want to take the time to talk about the classic short story and what you're kind of doing when you're writing a short story and sort of the door that you open up with them because as you know a short story is not a novel you are limited on time you do not have a lot of it you really only have this very short chance, depending on the length. I'm I'm talking shorter short stories today. There are short stories that can go on for like 60 pages. I don't want to talk about those. I'm going to talk more of the 10-page range short stories. So this is more like bittersweet. You know, you get the story over with. Your reader meets a character, learns about them, lives with them, and then it's done. And that's the end. Short stories are very conclusive. They don't leave open endings or room to become something more. They just sort of end and sometimes they can be really short sometimes they can be really long and they usually have a lot of meanings or messages hidden within them that can be very directly given to the reader however unlike a novel you don't have so much time to see the character grow so usually you are seeing the first stage of change in this character's life a good example of this would be short stories like the short story Cathedral. If you've all ever read that, it's about a man whose wife has a friend that's blind and he's very, the man, the husband, is very closed off to the idea of blind people. And then the wife brings her blind friend, Robert, over to like his house and they make they, he and the blind man end up becoming friends by the end of the short story and it shows how the closed off husband opens up to this idea of being empathetic with people, welcoming people into his circle and actually feeling emotions because he does not feel any emotions throughout the entire short story until the end. So let's talk about how the author can kind of convey this. So in the short story Cathedral, for example, I'm just going to talk about this one now. You can look it up and read it if you want, but it is a really great example of like just kind of what's going on even if you haven't read it the author does this really distinct thing where he actually for the guy who doesn't even get a name he's just the husband the man he he's the narrator I guess because he narrates it but he doesn't ever actually talk about emotions ever in the thing until the end when he gets shown by Robert how to feel emotions so in that sense you can be very very clever with the limited amount of time you have, how you're conveying this change within the character or like something being different about them, the the transition that they go through. So he is transitioning from being unemotional to being an emotional man. And you can actually see that in the lines of the text because there's no emotion whatsoever until there is. You can do a lot, actually, that's very direct. And you can do this with novels, too. But in short stories, if you're trying to make a character seem closed off, you can use a lot of fragment sentences, a lot of broken pieces. So 
really don't finish your sentence. Just put periods where you put commas or not really finish the clause. And that kind of gives off the idea that something's missing, something's wrong. And then you'd have that fixed by the end of the short story to kind of lift up the idea that something's gone on here, something has occurred, and the character has changed. But your biggest focus in a short story usually is some kind of change. When you start that, you are trying to prove a change, and then you're showing how it happens. You also do this in essays, surprisingly, personal essays. So for all of you all who are going to be writing college essays come this summer, please start in the summer. That's when I started, highly recommend. But when, when you start doing that and you're writing your personal essays, you really want to think about how you're showing the change that you went to to prove to the colleges that you changed instead of just saying you did. But you do that in a short story. You start with some beginning and then it sort of transitions to something else. And you can also write a lot of moments and scenes. There's some more interesting things you can do with short stories, but you're really trying to focus on the idea of something beginning and something ending. So the most recent short story I wrote that wasn't a short film was this little Christmas short story that I wrote. It was um, a request. It's called The Sensible Christmas. And it's just kind of like this cute little story about a boy named Oliver who does not believe in Santa Claus. He thinks Santa Claus is fake and that his parents are lying to him and he does not want to hear anything about Santa Claus. He's like, absolutely not. Santa Claus isn't real. I'm a sensible six-year-old. I know that Santa Claus is not real. So he doesn't believe in Santa. And then he goes outside because he hears something weird like later on in the story and he actually ends up finding Santa and Santa's sled got stuck there and so he has to help Santa and then at the end Santa tells him that he saved Christmas. So this is a three-page short story, not even, it's like two pages and a little tiny two paragraphs, but it still is conveying a change in the character. You first have this little boy who decides that he's very sensible. He's very proud of the fact that he doesn't believe in anything magical. He doesn't like to imagine things. He believes what he sees and he knows is real. He doesn't draw like conclusions or doesn't think about things that, you know, like Santa. And then throughout the course of the story, he starts to learn, wait, Santa is real. And so at first he really doesn't like Santa also. He's kind of mean to Santa. But then he kind of learns the wonder of Santa and that he's real. And they kind of become friends, you know. And at the end, he's forever changed. So he realizes that everything's true. And he turns around on Christmas too. Because at the start, he's a little bit like, ugh, Christmas. And at the end, he's like, Merry Christmas. So he... He ends up being really happy about something he wasn't. And I know this is the most random example. It's just the most recent short story off the top of my head that I've written. Um, but there's character change and growth. And you can really see that in the text. And when I was writing this, I really tried to put the moments and the emotions that little Oliver was going through and kind of build it on and like kind of really emphasize that scene with Santa. And that's what changes him. And so the reader gets to read that. They get to see what happens compared to the boy being like, oh, what a waste of cookies and milk. And then he even gets to meet Santa later, but he kind of just thinks it's all a waste of time. So in a short story, that's what you're really trying to do is change a character. And you know he's not changed forever. Like by the end, he's saying Merry Christmas, but you don't know what he is as a person or if his ability to think things are sensible or whatever he is thinking is permanently changed. 
We're not quite certain if he'll believe in the Easter Bunny or the Tooth Fairy or any other magical thing. We just know that right now he believes in Santa and that he's opened his eyes to change. And that's what you're doing with a short story because you don't have enough time to do a final change. In a novel, you can really completely rework your character. What you set them up as and what they end up as the end are just two completely different people and you look back and you're like, how are they even the same? Like if you have a character with confidence issues, you would grow that and change that compared to in a short story, you'd present the idea that they could maybe be more confident. So like if you're doing confidence in a novel, by the end, your character is shown time and time again that they are confident. You see them going from being not confident to a little more and a little more and a little more. In a short story, you maybe write about one event or one moment where by the end, the character is able to admit to being good at something when they couldn't do that before. So that's how you would show those two in cross like sections. Now for short films, it's the same idea. You're showing a change. Something has happened. There's growth. If this is just visual, you're just writing a script that's going to just be visually filmed. Again, the change can still happen, but you are just showing that to your audience. Still, I I don't do that because I love writing dialogue. So when I write short films, I'm writing really with just dialogue and change that's happening. So my most recent short film was about a girl on a train running away from home, about 16 years old, and she wants to leave the city that she lived in. And then this little boy barges into like her little train seat room, you know, like the ones in Harry Potter that they have, one of those. And he demands that he stay there, even though she's like, who are you? What are you doing here? Um, apparently he was trying to hide from his parents because he's moving to the town that she's running away back to. So the place that she's from. And he used to live where she had just moved and is now like leaving, if that makes sense. So it's, it was just really this moment where we have these two characters and they both are from each other's like place that they've moved to and through that they learn to kind of love the new places that they're going because they learn that somebody else loved them and wanted to go to them bad enough just as much as they wanted to go back home. I know that's a mouthful, really confusing, but it, it shows growth. You don't know necessarily that the girl will accept the place that she's going to, but by the end of it, she promises that she'll stop by this pond that the boy talks about where there was some like fish that he would always feed. And she's like, okay, I'll stop by the pond for you. And it's kind of showing that she's learning that there's something there for her in that city, even if she didn't think there was before. And it's kind of helping her be more open to the idea of that, even if she was not open to that in the past. So that's what short story you're kind of articulating that and writing that in there. And I know this is a lot of example change. I really want to drill this into your head. You are writing about a change that is happening to your character. They are transitioning from one person to the next and you're showing how that happens. And when you do that, you really focus in on the feelings, what, what it does to them and their reactions, the reactions of the people around them and emphasize those to really round out this character that has gone through something and again you're showing just like the edge of that the beginning of the change but really focus in on that change something's different there's lots of room in short stories to sort of change things and develop things and go all sorts of different ways there's longer shorter all kinds of different types but just focus on the fact that you have a character and they're changing and then you're showing how it could be anything you could write some horror short, some fantasy short, but somehow you're showing how a character was and how they've changed, even if it starts at the 
end or the middle and then meets back in like the beginning and stuff like that you're still kind of showing that loop and how the character is changing so that's all i've got on short stories for right now to be continued maybe once i actually learn how to write them better than i do but i mean there's really only so much with writing that is just for short stories because a lot is going to cross with novels and other things and i've talked about those so really refer back to my other episodes if you want more details on those things this is just kind of the goal of short stories and what you're trying to achieve with them so thank you so much for listening I'm Julia Summerfield, your host, and you're listening to The World Through Words. Thank you.